0: Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe and I'm a sales and marketing coach and LinkedIn lead generation service provider. I work with health, life and mindset coaches and online service-based business owners to help them get more sales, shift their time to the client generating activities instead of just the busy work and overcome that social media overwhelm. Let's get into the show. I have a new free gift for you. It's my free time management system. And this is something that you're gonna actually be able to stick with. It's nothing too fancy. It's not going to require spreadsheets. And it's basically teaching you how to love your calendar, how to plan your week and prioritize the result producing activities, how to prevent procrastination and keep getting better and better at time management with my five reflection questions you can use weekly. And it's what I personally used when I was juggling so many side jobs when I was first growing my business. So I can't wait to share it with you. It's at hayleyrow.com slash time planning. It's all one word. And if you need the direct link or you can't find it, just feel free to DM me at haley underscore row, mention the time management system, and I will get you the exact link. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, I am live today with Sandra, who is a brand strategist, and we're going to hear all about her in just a second. But today we're going to talk about how you can use storytelling in your business. So when it comes to your marketing content, it's a great way to stand out and, you know, be able to communicate with your audience in a way that is unique. So Sandra, why don't you first just introduce yourself and how you got into being the storytelling queen? And we'll go from there.
1: So my name is Sandra. I am originally from Puerto Rico. I am living in Texas right now. Um, I am. I started as a social media manager a couple of years ago, and immediately saw that there was a gap. I was seeing. I was able to manage somebody's Instagram or Facebook, and then immediately realized this is not for me. Like I want to see the full picture, um, so that I can help them further. And I love marketing. I love anything that has to do with brand building. Um, and all my corporate roles have always been customer focus. So when I decided to start my own business, this is my second business. My first one was a home bakery. I was like, I'm going to do, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it like the way that I want to, which is the way that everybody should. And I was like, I don't want to be just a social media manager. There's nothing wrong with that, but I saw myself as something better and bigger. Um, so I was like, I need to be a brand and marketing strategist. I also do design and web design as well. Um, when it comes to branding and all those things, but I focus on strategy first, because if you don't have that strategy, that vision that you cannot make that into a design into a website and all those things, so I focus on storytelling. This has been, I pivoted to this about a year and a half ago, focusing more into stories because I believe that the stories that we tell, um, especially as business owners, they become our offers. The stories we tell become the offers that we sell. Um, and I wanted to help more people create content around their story or stories that they um, create for their business, whether they is stories from them as a founding Um, member of that company, or the story of somebody that used their product or services to move um, the needle in their business, in their own businesses.
0: Awesome. Yes, I love that quote, the stories we tell become the offers we sell. So when it comes to getting clear on even where to start when it comes to figuring out your own story, you mentioned Mm -hmm. you first have to figure out your strategy. So tell me a little more about what you mean by that.
1: So when you want to show up online, especially for a business and in this world of being on social media, you're trying to differentiate yourself. Because everybody can sell the same thing that you're selling. It you might not have your sauce, but it's definitely, you can see other people that can be brand strategists, brand um, social media managers, virtual assistants, all of those different businesses that you can create and develop online. And when you, ha- you have to create this strategy of what stories you want to tell. So again, there's different stories. One of the books that I recommend is Signature Stories by David Acker. Anything David Acker is amazing. So um, one of the things that, he recommends is having different signature stories that you can come back to when you're creating content, when you're ready to launch a new product. Um, And you have to strategize on, for example, having that founding member, founding um, CEO story. I was somebody, let's talk about, for example, I was somebody who saw myself doing more than just whatever it is that I was doing before. And then I had this moment, this aha moment, and I realized blah, blah, blah. And in that moment that I realized this, I started asking for help and looking for people that could help me bring this vision to life. That's the founding member story um, or uh, CEO story. You can also have, look into having, um, if you read um, the story brand by Donald Miller, how to create a brand story. um, It also teaches you how to move the story to where your client or audience, ideal. Um, avatar is the hero of the story where you're just the guy. So you have to strategize, how do you want to be seen? Um, and I definitely recommend moving towards that idea of making somebody else feel seen. How does that feel like? Where are they right now that they need to hear your story? Because stories are more important than facts when it comes to like even selling and creating a deliverable or a landing page. If when you have a story, there is a difference. So, the strategy, the first thing that you need to focus on is what story am I telling? Am I ter- telling something that is from my perspective? Or am I bringing you in and creating a story from your perspective, from what I think that you're going through that I need to put into words so that you can see and be related to that?
0: Gotcha. Okay. And that makes sense. So, I love the book, um, How to Create Your Brand Story by Donald Miller. And he always talks about the hero's journey as you're talking about. And the way I like to say it is always like, there. this is like the making your story for dummies thing that I follow, <laughs> which is like, there was yeah. a time when, and then insert your rock bottom or maybe what your ideal client is going through, if you went through that too. Um, And I realized, and then what you said, like the aha moment or epiphany, and that is why now, and then insert your mission and what literally you, now. So that is like where I started because I was I have to tell you I'm very facts based. Like I'm very much just tell me, you know, I, I listen to podcasts and stuff to get information and I'm yes. kind of that kind of gal. But yeah. I think storytelling has been I have them. It's just my memory, like I, I struggle to remember them or like communicate them. And so how does somebody who maybe is like yes i am a wellness coach and whatever but i never was dealing with the exact thing my ideal client was dealing with maybe i had a version of it or maybe it wasn't as mm-hmm. severe or like maybe i help you know people who want to lose weight but i was never personally overweight or like i guess what would you say would be um some ways to like kind of figure out what your story is if you're drawing a blank or you don't know how to communicate it.
1: So I will say that this is where a lot of my clients might get stuck. It's like they believe that they have to be that person that came with that story. They have to, their story has to be their own. There's two things here. Your The story that you create for a brand doesn't have to be your own. It can be something that can it can be a narrative because at the end of the day, that's what a story is, a narrative with a couple of facts. You put them together and it makes a story from this is where you were and this is where you're now. So it doesn't have to be your specific story, but it does. The only thing that a story needs to do when it comes to a business, it needs to resonate with somebody so that they buy your product or they want to know more. Right. So it doesn't have to be your story. So I feel like a lot of people, we pressure ourselves so much when it comes to business and when it comes to using stories or creating long or short form content online, because we think that we have to go through all of it, able, if, to be able to sell something or to be able to do something. Um, and I will say that I'm very factual as well. I'm a bullet point type of girl. Like I love everything bullet point. This is what's going to happen. Um, when I'm ready to invest in something or, my, or I'm wanting to invest in somebody or something, I will read that sales page over and over to make sure that everything makes sense to me. Um, and some of them don't have stories. Some of them are just, this is what you're going to get. This is... Surprise, um, but if you want to include story in that, is one thing would say doesn't have to be your story. It can be a previous client's story with their permission, or it can be a fictional mix of things that might happen, so that somebody that might be experiencing this can resonate with that story. So I feel like that's where I was just talking to somebody about the same thing, where it's like, well, I haven't really gone through this thing to offer this offer. I just saw a gap. And I want to fill it. And I was like, then create a story about the gap that you saw. That's your story about that offer. It doesn't have to be that you went through that specifically. So I will say specifically for what you do, I, I've stalked you. Um, with what you do, I definitely feel that it doesn't always have to be our own experience. It can be something where you're borrowing somebody else's experience that you have worked with or, you know, um, as long as you're ethical about the way that you do things, you um, then you'll say when it comes to borrowing stories, because that's another thing that you can do. And it's on that signature stories by David um, Acker. You can, um, it doesn't have to be your own story. It just has to be done in a way where it draws people back to you because you don't want to be telling a story. And then people go back and want to learn more about that person specifically, not about what you did for them and how it's going to help them by coming to you and buying from you.
0: Great advice. Yes, and I think um, you brought up a really good point there that it could be an example story of a client, or the other thing that one time I did a webinar, and I mm-hmm. I had just been hearing the same things over and over from my niche, and so I did what you did, which or meant which is. I gave a hypothetical example because Mm -hmm. I was talking to so many of these people struggling with these things and then we'd work on it and then they'd be like, Oh, okay. Got it. So I told a story about like, let's use just this fake name. Claire is what I called (laughs) her. I'm like, let me tell you what she was going through and then what we work on and how this changes the situation. And so, um, that seemed to resonate because it was just, what I had, it was a compilation of all the people I had been hearing from and working with, um, to kind of communicate what was going on. So when it comes to structuring your story, like beginning, middle, end, I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. listening to this feel like I can't, I can't find, like, I can't articulate it well, or I don't know how to shorten this. This feels really Mm -hmm. long, or I go off on a tangent. So like any structural things you want to share about how we should be structuring our stories?
1: I will say when it comes to the online world, um, right now, I do think blogs like regular website blogs are coming back. There's two type of people that I'm seeing. I'm seeing the, the person who is tired of the short form and want to like really enrich themselves with longer form content. So when it comes to structuring that you can go a little bit further when it comes to the story, what is the problem? Expose it. And then the solution, you're the guide. You see somebody with an issue and you want to, you know, you do the full story because it's long form. When it comes to short form content, I feel that there's, when it comes to the structure, there's two things that I will focus on. Three. The first one would be expose the problem immediately. Have you ever experienced this? Are you going through this right now? The problem, because sometimes people, sometimes people might be scrolling and they are not seeing that you see them that you can see where they're going through. And you have to intersect yourself in that moment, in that um, space where they're at mentally. So I would say to um, start with the problem, exposing the problem, Um, and then talk about if if it's a short form content, Instagram post, a real one minute reel, what's the problem? How do you come in and solve it? What's your experience of solving it before? And then a little bit of that in the DMs or however you do your call to actions. But I feel like the best way to talk about in short form, because I feel like long form lets you do whatever you want, but in short form is exposing what they need to hear right now. So if you are somebody who you're a CPA and you are somebody who wants to help people get their finances correctly for their businesses, um, the first thing that you need to say to people is, are you overwhelmed with the money? Are you overwhelmed with the finances right now in your business? I'm here to help. because. People are scrolling in. If they're going through that, they're going to stop the scroll. Oh, How do you know? So stories don't have to be super long to be effective. They just have to have a problem and you bring it up the solution. Um, also show grace and empathy. Like I've been there if you have and if you haven't, I can understand where you're coming from and this is why I created this offer um, because it humanizes your offer, your services, the, the story itself. And that's why... I prefer stories than just like, I have this offer for people who have a business. One, two, three, four, buy from me now. There is a difference in that connection of, hey, I see you. I've been there, if you have. And then here's what I have for you. Let's talk. I think there is a difference between just like the Mm -hmm. deliverables and something where you can talk to somebody and be more of like an open conversation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I went through when I first started my coaching business was definitely undercharging and feeling really like scattered and all over the place. And so my story, I mean, I was used to work for startups. And so I started my business after one of the startups, everybody got let go because there was a bunch of delays in the project and all the stuff. And my story is kind of like from unemployed and selling single sessions at $50, <laughs> trying to figure out oh what my God, to, Yeah. to like full-time, profitable, loving my mission and my impact, like business owner. And that was a journey that I had to go through a lot of trial and error and, you mm-hmm. know, what it really took to manage yourself. Because I had a marketing and sales background, but when it came to applying, like managing my own self with my business that's where i was like oh wait now it all's on me <laughs> you know oh. so um that's a little bit about my story but what about how do you um like when you say show grace and empathy mm-hmm. aside from just saying like i know what you're going through um mm-hmm. you give like a tangible example maybe of a a good story you've you created with a client or um just like what you mean maybe just okay i can elaborate a little bit more so i feel like Um, when
1: you're going through, when you're going through creating, let's say you have a market, you're creating an offer and you're going to launch it and you're preparing your audience to be able and, um, be prepared to buy or learn more about your offer instead of, I will say. So I'm saying right now, like, I, you know, I feel you have been there. That's why I created that offer. You can go a little bit deeper and use, um, one of the things that I've, I've told clients to do is instead of doing a written post, go and use video marketing and create that story through video. So that's the first thing that I would do to create that human connection there. Um, when it comes to the stories, um, I have had experiences where, I have different types of clients where it's like product based or service based. So I will give you an example of a service based business. I um, had a client beginning of last year and she doesn't um, really want it to be on social media. So one of the things that we did is that we focus on, um, she wanted to be more on S- like website, not being on all our social media. And she started creating more content around in spaces that were not really social media. And she started creating, she started getting results and people started seeing that you don't have to be on social media all the time. And now I see her and I see that she is still doing, creating short form pieces of content where she is using stories day, like day to day. Like I was able to do all of these things because I'm not live right now on Instagram or I'm not doing this. And, um, you're able to humanize a little bit of what you're trying to sell. So if she's selling you SEO or, um, non-social media marketing, she's actually creating stories around the freedom that she gets from not being on social media. So when it comes to, instead of saying, okay, I've been there, this is what I'm doing because of that offer that I'm putting into place, or because I already went through this offer myself and I am, you know, I'm telling you, I you know this because it's coming experience. Instead of saying, I have been there, you can also go through, I'm going through it right now. Um, for me, for example, I, and we're going to talk about LinkedIn soon. Um, for me, I have been making the decision to move a little bit away from social media as much because I'm like, I want to be able to do other things. And if I don't, because I'm a one woman show and I'm like, I want to be able to do other things and I want to show you how I'm doing it as go. And then in the future, if I want to create an offer around that, then people are going to be like, she has already been showing me. So you're already preparing your audience. So when it comes to instead of just saying I've been there or um instead of just putting those little um phrases that we all see on off in like with our offers and copy when it comes to like sales pages, you can also humanize it when it comes to like your stories, creating video content that people can see you going through it as well. And that's why you created that offer. Um, Because I feel like uh, one of the things that um, if you're, if you're trying to, if you're, if you're somebody who has a business and you're wanting to build your personal brand as well, using stories can be as simple as showing up in Instagram stories or um, online and sharing your day to day as a business owner where people can relate to you. Oh, I know her story. I know where she came from. Mm -hmm. That's why she's making that offer. So, I love that you asked that because sometimes people just need to elaborate a little bit more when it comes to, okay, so you went through that, but how does that look? How's the of you going through that? You have the solution, you have an offer, but that's how the after for you. Yeah. And also selling that because I feel like we create an offer. Oh, I went through this. I want to sell it to you. And then some, some people can create stories with just the after. I feel great right now. And that's why I'm selling you this. And this is the after I want you to like, that's transformation. I feel like I, I see that word more like the transformation, sell the transformation.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you're, you're showing rather than telling, as you said, so you just said, show the transformation, show what you did, show how you feel, show like all of that, instead of just saying, I can help you with this, you know? Yeah. Because it is a visual story
1: as well. When like you and I, we are the faces of our businesses we are telling stories with how we show up every day, you know, their way to use storytelling in business. It doesn't have to be just your written content. It can be the way that you show up. You are that living story that, you know, um, success story. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's another way of looking at storytelling
0: as well. I love that. Yeah. And, one of the things I wanted to also ask you is about attracting the right people with your story. Because if you have the story where you're like, I was broke and I was, you know, just struggling and you're kind of like in that victim mentality, you yeah. don't want to attract more people probably like that if you're trying to sell an offer, right? Yeah. So I think there's a fine line between, you know, obviously showing where you were to where you are or where a client Mm -hmm. was to where they are. But how do we prevent maybe like any tips when it comes to like, we really want to attract the right people with our story. How Mm -hmm. do we include something that will maybe magnetize the right people and maybe turn off the wrong people? So I will say that this is where the fun begins.
1: First of all, everything should be custom to that person's or that client specifically, but I will give you, I will say this um, when it comes to creating stories or your personal brand, when you are the face of your, um, and you want to use storytelling in your business and you want to incorporate stories and not just facts, 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 you have to, this is what I would do. If you were my client, let's make a list of the things that you don't want to see in your business, the type of clients that you don't want to deal with the type of, um, businesses that you're not really into create a list of the no-nos and then incorporate those as, um, I know the word in Spanish, but basically, what I'm trying to say is you're going to incorporate that in your stories. You know, this, for example, if you're talking about a weight loss program, I just saw one on Instagram a couple seconds ago, a couple minutes ago. So, um, if you're talking about a weight loss program and you're looking for moms who want to um, exercise while their kids are napping, or I'm not a mom, so I'm just putting out there. Um, so, whatever example you have, um, you have to put those qualifiers. Within your story, you have to put. For example, if you're, something, let's continue that weight loss. So your weight loss um, coach and you're like, or, or weight coach or wellness, and you're like, hey, I would love to work with moms who have toddlers. Um, so in your stories, I'm working with mom who have toddlers who are, you know, you're incorporating the things that you want to see. Be very obsessive about your ideal client when you're telling stories. This person. This person is going through these things specifically, because what happens is when they're going through these things specifically, they're not going through the things that you don't want them to go through. And then you, you create that positive energy around that story. And when you're Mm. trying to, um, stay away from, from the clients that you don't really would like to work, they're not prepared mentally, they're not there yet. Um, start, start with the stories you are not ready for my, for my offer. If you're going through this and it's going to sound hard, but I think that sometimes, um, and I've worked very, this has only happened like one or twice where somebody's like, I just don't want to work with this type of person. And I'm like, well, just say it. If you're not ready, my offers work for people who do this, 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 it doesn't work for people who do this. And you're going to be you know, graceful about it, but it's just when you, sometimes we try to, and I, I've had clients where they're like, I just don't want to be mean. I'm like, you're not being mean. You're being, you're, you're qualifying your clients. The other thing that I will say in your sense, because the brand strategy first pers- like persona is coming out, I recommend everybody to have a question qualify somebody before an offer any offer that you have so you can tell a story of the people that you can tell a story about an offer that you have you don't have to say i don't want to work with these people i would love to work with these people you don't have to say any of any of that if you want to just this feels icky to you i recommend having your problem what's the solution in there, you can sprinkle in who would you love to work with, who is this perfect for, because you have tried it with those type of people before, and have a qualifying um, uh, contact form or questionnaire before you're they're able to have them apply to work with you. And I think that first elevates your business, because you're, they're, you're going through that qualifier to see if they work with you or not. Um, and then the other thing, it just, it weeds out people who are not prepared to invest in your business, so mm-hmm. that's just from a brand strategy standpoint, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like I said a lot
0: there, but <laughs> no, that's really good. You gave us a couple options, and even having just a simple this wouldn't necessarily be a story that it'd be who this is for, who this is not for mm-hmm. chart, you know, yeah, even yes. that can, uh, yeah, be useful. So, one quick question because we got to wrap up soon because we're gonna go live on your Instagram. Um, yeah. but I want to ask you the vulnerability thing, so, um, mm-hmm. how. How do you, like, I feel like, wh- what's the balance? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I need to be more vulnerable. And I feel mm-hmm. like when I hear that, I'm like, okay, well, what does that actually look like? And it shouldn't be forced. Like, it shouldn't just be like, you're making, s- you're, I don't know. I, I, like, <laughs> I don't even have a question. I just, like, I need to talk about this with someone.
1: <laughs> so I feel, I feel you. Because sometimes... I, sometimes we have clients that want to, I have clients that want to share a lot. And I'm like, the thing is like, there is a difference between you being vulnerable and sharing a side of you that they haven't seen before. And then the other part is just giving too much information. So I feel like sometimes the way that we have to sit down and sit back, this is something that not everybody can do maybe, but I recommend writing the posts where you feel like you're giving it all, where you feel like you're sharing more than usual, give it 24 hours, read it again. Does it feel like you're giving a lot of information or are you actually being um, smart about what you're sharing? Because everything that's once on the internet is gonna be there forever. And then when it comes to your business, is it going to elevate that positioning that you have within your industry? Um, because if sometimes I just feel like I've seen pieces of content where they are sharing so much and they're very vulnerable and I'm like, this should have been on their personal account, Right. And sometimes there's stories where they're vulnerable and they get to the point and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what they needed to say at that moment, because that's going to make me want to know more about this offer. Or know more about who they are and want to do business with them. Because that's another thing that stories do. Because they humanize your business, people might not be interested in that offer that you're talking about. But because they know more about you, you're letting them know more about you, they're going to be interested maybe next time. And they're, wanna not, they're going to go see your website and learn about your story. So when it comes to what to share, my tip is create the piece of content that you want to talk about. Write it down record it do all the things that you want to do give it 24 hours does it still feel like that what's what's your objective with that you want to share something so that they can feel seen so that you can get it out whatever the reason is give it 24 hours and see if the intention is still there after those 24 hours and then share it it's your business do whatever you want you know
0: <laughs> absolutely great great <laughs> advice and i the only other thing i'll add to that is if you're still going through it meaning like you're not resolved in that area and it's still very like a wound. Maybe yep. wait to share it. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So where can people find you and connect with you? So I am
1: Sanderland everywhere and I am usually on TikTok. But if you want to found, find more about my what I do, um, you can just go to
0: my website, sandraline.com. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Anybody who's trying to get clear on even what their message is, and then later you can turn it into what your brand story is. I have a free niche mark, niche marketing training at hayleyrow.com to get clear on That's your awesome. niche and who you serve. And we're going to hop over to Sandra's Instagram right now and talk about LinkedIn. So I'll see you over there. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And if it's really helpful for you, I'd really appreciate if you share it and or leave a written podcast review. This tells the podcast sites that our show is useful and it will be promoted to more people that way. Thanks again.